It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. We are going to answer a listener's question in 10 minutes or less. This one's coming from Brenda, and she's wanting tips on how to decorate or style bookshelves and vignettes. Oh, I love this question. Stick around. You're not going to want to miss it. Enjoy today's show. It's Quick Tip Tuesday. You have questions. I have answers, and I am so glad to be answering them for you today. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, pop into my DMs on Instagram at figandfarm. Send me an email at figandfarmathome at gmail.com or join the Facebook group and ask there. bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Let's hop to it. Let's answer your question. And if you find value in this, I'm sure someone else will too. So make sure you share with a friend. So Brenda is wondering... Do you have any tips for styling my bookshelf or creating vignettes? Yes, Brenda, this is one of my very favorite topics to talk about. It is actually an entire module inside of Home Design 101, and it is packed full. Now, I'm going to break it down for you, but before we do, I just love that you are using the word vignette. (laughs) Do you know what that means, any of you who are not Brenda? A vignette is a teeny tiny little snapshot in your home. You create vignettes on tablescapes, maybe on an entryway table, maybe even a teeny tiny little bench seating area. Vignettes are little corners, little pockets. Today, Brenda, I'm going to be talking a little bit more on the bookshelf style side, but I want you to kind of think about how that can apply to your vignette. Now, here's what I want you to think about. When you're thinking about your bookshelf or your vignette, These are opportunities for telling your family story. These are great opportunities for showcasing your personality. But here, we really want to be mindful of the things that we have on display because we don't want things for things sake, right? It needs to have a purpose. So when I'm looking at a bookshelf, for example, I am keeping a ratio for me that is about 80% practical items and 20% infused personality. What do I mean by that? Basically, it translates like this on a bookshelf. It means 80% books, 20% accessories. That's kind of my ratio. Now, what you're going to find if you were to look on Pinterest, you would find bookshelves that are all books and no accessories, or you would find bookshelves that are all accessories or no books. Of those three styles, decide which one you want to run with and go with it. But today, in today's purpose, I'm going to be talking about the 80-20 rule. Now, the things that I'm going to mention now, you can use, you can apply to the vignette as well as the bookshelf, but I want you to think in terms of creating height and variation of height. So anytime you can look at, we'll say, the vignette that you're creating that might be on your hearth or the styling you're doing on your bookshelf. If you can create a flat line that runs from item to item to item and it pretty much has no variation in height, you want to break that up a little bit. How can it be a little bit more jagged? Almost like you know, the, the heartbeat monitor, right? The up, down, up, down, up, down. How can you create that height variation? Because if you have a flat surface, if you have the flat line that is kind of going from object to object to object, it is going to be less visually stimulating. So think about elevating things. Think about having items that are a little bit shorter, items that are a little bit deeper. They take up more space 
in the vignette or on the shelf than not. Think about layers as well. How can you layer an object in front of or slightly in front of to create the illusion of depth? That is a critical piece too. Do you have repetition in your vignette or on your bookshelf? Meaning, do you have colors that are repeating themselves, texture that are repeating themselves, little fine details like stripes on a spine of a book and stripes on a vase that's sitting on your bookshelf, for example. When I'm creating and styling a vignette or a bookshelf, I absolutely love the fine details, the things that you might not necessarily observe, but they're there. It's almost as if you're taking a scavenger hunt. So the things that you might notice on the bookshelf, for example, might be the color red. You see that repeating, that design element repeating itself maybe five times somewhere on the bookshelf, maybe a few more since a bookshelf is generally a larger space. But then as you observe a little closer, as you kind of spend a little bit more time looking at the fine details, you might see those gold stripes and you might see them in three places around the bookshelf. And then you might notice that along a book that has it is red, has gold stripes, and maybe it has a little flower, a white flower. And maybe on that bookshelf, you see a couple other white flowers. It's all in the fine details. Now, here's another tip, Brenda, because when you are styling your bookshelf, you want to make sure that these design elements that you are repeating aren't necessarily clumped together in one area. So when I'm looking at a bookshelf, I like to take a step back, as far back in my viewing range as I can in order to observe the bookshelf. So I'm looking, let's say I'm looking and I'm noticing the red appearing. I'm kind of drawing a line. Maybe I'll really get out my pointer finger and I'll, I'll make an imaginary line in the air where the red is connecting the dots. It's like a game of um, dot to dot. Can you find the other red items? And are those red items in a similar area? Are they clumped together in one area? Or are they spread throughout your bookshelf so that you're then creating maybe a geometric shape? The one I like to draw or create is a triangle. Now, we're not going to get into isosceles or equilateral or scaling. It doesn't really matter. What it matters is that it is a triangle. One side can be longer than another. It doesn't really matter. If they are not triangular shaped, if those design elements are not really in a triangular shape, can you put them there? Or can you spread them out a little bit so that they are not all clumpy? One trick I like to do too is sometimes when you're standing real time in front of your bookshelf, it can be a little harder to see than if you take a picture. Take a picture. Do it on your phone. Take a look at the the way that you've styled your shelf through the lens of your phone, the lens of that picture, and do the same thing. Where are these design elements appearing and are they appearing in a triangular shape? Are they appearing clumpy? How can you remediate that? Now let's go back to a couple more specific tips for creating height because height is such a such an important part of decorating, especially styling bookshelves. If you are using books, you want to use those books as a leveraging tool in order to create height. So you want a variety. You want stacks going vertically. You want stacks going horizontally. You're going to treat those stacks as their own design element. So I know if I have five vertical books and then they are propped up next to four horizontal books, I don't want that same design replication on the shelf below it or beside it. I want to vary it. 
Is that hard to picture in your mind? <laughs> I also want to touch on the 80-20 rule because when I mentioned that 80% of your product on a on a styled bookshelf should be practical, it doesn't always have to be books. That 80% doesn't have to be books, but it could be items that are pretty and functional. If I showed you a picture of my bookshelf, what you would see are a lot of books because we are we like to read a lot but you would see practical items like vases. And those vases, I love myself a black and white stripe. I have a couple that are black and white striped. You will also find black and white stripes on some of my poetry books. You will find black and white stripe other places within the bookshelf. But going back to the vases, those vases are practical items. They're not hidden behind closed storage on a shelf in the garage or up above the microwave. They're out in plain view doing a dual duty. They are decorative. They are beautiful. They are part of my story and my style. And when I have some fresh flowers, I pull them out from the shelf and use them. Isn't that lovely? When you can have beautiful objects as part of your decoration, and that is the goal. So when you're thinking about your 20%, your accessories, how practical are they? Are any of them practical? And can you start thinking about maybe culling some of those that don't serve a purpose other than it's cute and replace them eventually, not necessarily all in one weekend, but replace them over time with items that you can actually use down the road. I love this bit of decorating. It it makes it so that you're not creating or collecting stuff for stuff's sake. You're using it with intentionality and you're displaying it in a way that tells your story is purposeful and creates a beautiful visual. Now, vignettes are just a teeny tiny different. Vignettes, by their very nature, if you're thinking about a hearth or a really cute front porch, I'm thinking about my front porch right now, and it has a planter and some really long birch branches, and I have a couple electrical what look like twigs with cute little lights on them I have a couple lanterns this is practical a little bit meaning I have a place to sit and some pillows the rest of it it's more of a 2080 20 percent practical the place to sit and a cozy place to do that and then 80 percent cute sometimes vignettes have that ratio that's a little bit more stylistically heavy than it is functional heavy bookshelves however in my opinion, should be the other way around. But it really depends on which one of those three styled bookshelves you liked from the beginning of our episode. Now, Brenda, if you are interested in learning any more about bookshelf styling, if you want to have your hand held as you were walking through how to do it, how to do it practically, how to learn those skills for your bookshelf and then transfer them to Tablescape, come the holiday, to entryway tables, to credenzas, to hutches, to, to mantles, to dresser tops, if you're wanting to dive deep and you're wanting to have a home, especially in those areas that look like a designer just walked through your door, I invite you to come on in to Home Design 101. Today is the last day where you can save $50 on Home Design 101. And the really wonderful thing about this class is that it is self-paced. You can do it really anytime, anywhere, but there are office hours two times a month office hours where you can send your pictures, ask questions, and you can literally get help designing, rearranging, styling your bookshelf or creating that vignette. You can have help picking the product that is right for you based on your color palette, based on your design style. It is so, so good. And the bookshelf styling is just one part of a pretty comprehensive program. 
All right, friends, sale ends today, $50 off using the code it's time. All of that will be linked in the show notes. Until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.